0: Did you know that you could be using this simple greeting in the wrong way? Join me today as I talk about the misuse of how are you? You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Rolston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women. This is Diane Rolston, your host of the Dynamic Women podcast. And yeah, it may seem simple, but the sent, the words, the question of how are you or how you doing or for my Aussie friends out there, how you going It can be taken the wrong way. It can be used in the wrong fashion. And I didn't really put too much weight on this in the past. I know that people ask, how are you? And we use it as a greeting. And we say, fine, okay, good, awesome, whatever it may be. And we ask the other person how they're doing, how are you? And they give a quick response and then it's over and done with. But how often have you actually asked other people the deeper question of the, how are you really doing? How are you actually doing? See, so often we just use it as a greeting, how are you? And then we're on our way. We don't actually stand there and wait for the full response. We don't notice when there's inconsistencies with how someone is appearing, acting, acting, Their voice, the tone, the inflection, the way their body language is speaking something completely different. Have you ever noticed the time when you've said to someone, how you doing? And they're like, oh, okay. And you think, oh, there's more here. There's something deeper here. Maybe you're thinking, but I don't have time to really find out what they're feeling. Because I know the I'm okay or I'm good isn't actually probably how they're feeling and how many times have you been asked how you doing how's it going how are you and you've given a quick good okay but really deep down you were hurting or there was more to that I'm okay but you weren't ready to stop them to stop it from just being a greeting and to say more about how you're actually feeling So this came to light when I was in an after convention conversation recently and some of my colleagues were chatting, you know, a lot of light conversation, a lot of jokes, a lot of reminiscing, talking about learnings, talking about where we're, you know, our hopes for and goals for the future. And and then when it came down to one person sharing that they're actually not doing okay, they're not doing fine. And the truth came out. The truth of how they're struggling. They are having a hard time keeping their head above water. They're overwhelmed. And I get it. You know, dealing with my father's death and just recently and not, I don't feel like myself. Now, if you were to ask me right now, how you doing? And I'm going to give you the real answer. I'd say I'm starting to feel more like myself. But if you had asked me a few months ago, I probably would have said, well, I'm okay. I'm fine. But if you really asked me how I'm doing, I would have told you I'm struggling. I would have told you grief sucks. And so this colleague of ours had the courage to share more, had the courage to go into the truth of how she really was. And it was nice for her to have that space for us to listen to her and then you know what flowed after that the truth the truth of how everyone else was doing no one had to keep up appearances anymore more people shared about death and grief and struggle and financial loss And the struggle of others that are loved ones to them and PTSD and wow, we had just the ultimate sharing. And what it came down to was that feeling of, you know, people keep asking her how she's doing, but it's made as a greeting and no one's really standing there and asking, how are you really and so it makes me wonder how many of the people around you, how many people around me are not doing well. But we don't ask them in a way that's not a greeting. I wonder how it was like hundreds of thousands of years ago when when people started to use that expression, how are you? I wonder if it was meant to at that time actually spark a conversation because You were talking to your neighbor and you were maybe as you were cutting down a tree or plowing a field or bartering and exchanging goods, you actually had a conversation and you knew each other so well that you would share more. But in today's world, the way things are, we're, you know, we're zooming with people across the world, and we're jumping into networking events and conferences online, and we're rushing from here to there. And the greeting of how are you just stays at that. It becomes a rhetorical question. Doesn't really even matter what people say. Because are you really listening? And I don't mean a point like you particularly. But when people tell you how they're doing, are you looking for more? Did you ask because you actually care what they say? This is what my colleague brought forward. She said people ask her all the time how she's doing. But do they really want to know the full answer? My belief is, do you really want to tell them the full answer? Have they earned the right to know what's really going on for you? You know, I don't tell everybody that that life was really hard and that I was struggling and I couldn't focus. And if I could just accomplish one thing in a day, that was enough that my days would have to end at two and I'd have to go into a nap because I was exhausted. That's what grief can do to you. But not everyone had earned the right to hear that, at least in the moment. Now everyone can know. And why do I tell everyone now? Because I want people to know that grief sucks and grief is hard. And if someone around you is grief, you need to really ask them, how are you actually doing? And then stand there and listen, or sit there and listen, or type back that you're there and you're listening. So I wonder how long this colleague of mine Felt unheard, but also how much is of it is our responsibility to be able to say, Hey, I really want to tell you how I'm doing. I'm ready to tell you now. A little while later, in true Canadian style, she apologized to the group for dumping it on them. I private messaged her and said, Don't ever apologize for that. Don't ever apologize for speaking truth of where you're at if we almost encourage people to keep it inside imagine what can happen this is when it becomes too much unbearable if people are struggling if they are just having such negative feelings or a hard time in life then they need to not walk the journey alone but how do they know who they can talk to if we don't ask them in a way where we stand there and we wait for their response? So I'm not judging because I, I constantly do quick, hey, how's it going to people as I catch them in the mall or walking down the street or at the school playground, especially now in the days where we have to stay so separated or when we're on Zoom meetings and everybody's listening. And so that's the quick, hey, how's it going as a greeting because there's too many people in the room to get an actual response but how about if we just took a little bit more notice lingered a little bit longer after asking the question checked for consistency congruency between what their body and their look their appearance their tone their intonation is telling you compared to the words they actually used And if they say I'm fine or I'm good, then don't be afraid to follow up with the, are you really good? Are you really okay? Is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything you want to share? Sometimes we just need that door to open. To be able to share more of our feelings. To share more of what is going on in our lives. And how many times have we opened the door for others? And I get you're not going to do this with the, a waitress or a, a cashier. You're going to say your greeting and maybe when they say they're good, you're going to say, well, I hope you have a, continue to have a good day. And so maybe we extend the conversation a little bit beyond. And if you haven't seen a friend for a while, why not reach out and ask, how are you really doing? How's it going? And rather than just a text or an email... Or a message in some other capacity. Why don't you get on the phone and really ask? Have a conversation. And if you yourself feel like people are just asking me this rhetorical question. And and they don't really care about the answer. Then take responsibility for it. Tell people you actually want them to listen. Say... You know, I thank you for asking. I'm actually not doing really well. If that's the truth about where you are. And choose the people that you want to do that with. So that you have a safe space to share more. So that that person can then step into that role of supporting you. If we remain quiet and we do not share with others how it's going, no one will be able to step up and help. You do not have to walk this alone. There are many people out there, maybe not people in your current life, maybe not people you know, but there are people on call lines. There are people at churches. There are people who are trained to support you. Counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, coaches. There are people out there that can support you beyond the how are you. So as you go into the world, especially over this holiday season, I encourage you, you know, if you're going to do a greeting of how are you, that's fine. Just look for those inconsistencies. And when you have the time or create the time to linger a little longer, to look for the true answer, and if you sense that the person is not fine or not good and there's a little bit more underneath... Ask them how they really are. Ask them how they're actually doing. Ask them if you can support them in any way. Or remind them that you're there to support them if they ever need it. If everyone did this, COVID would be a little bit easier to deal with. Life would be a little bit easier to get through. And we'd all know that we weren't alone in this crazy world. And so today I, I took a little bit more of a, you know, a little bit more of a serious approach to what's going on. I really felt the pain of this person, my colleague. And I've been there myself, and you probably have too. And so in the Dynamic Women podcast, I promise you, <laughs> you're going to get it all. You're going to get the good, the funny, the exciting, the tips, the learning the positive, and you're also going to get the realness. Maybe you heard it in the emotion of my voice in this podcast. And in the next episode, I'm going to be interviewing Kathy Fester. But we're not going to talk about the positive. We're going to talk about fear. So I encourage you to continue listening. If you feel like someone needs to hear this podcast, share it with them. And don't miss out on future episodes by making sure that you subscribe. Do you know that still people are finding us, finding this podcast and the greatest way that you can help them find us is by giving a great review. I'm going to start calling out on the episodes the names of people giving reviews and just give you a shout out to share the love for you sharing the love. And if you're looking for a place where, you know, maybe everyone knows your name, or at least a place to connect with people that will start to get to know you, then please head over to Facebook for the Dynamic Women Global Community and request to join. This is a free community where I jump in there with tips and tools and resources, and I encourage you to come. All women are welcome. Have a great week. Until next time, stay dynamic. Bye